Media Plus, our weekly look at the world of digital media and Apple's place within it. We've got an interesting one today because we're going to be talking about an actual real life in-person event with actual human beings in the same place. It's all very exciting. What is also exciting is the fact that Chuck Joyner from Muck Voices is here to tell me all, talk to me all about it. Hello, Chuck. How are you doing? Thanks for coming back to the show. Oh, Charlotte, thanks so much for having me back. Although I hope you didn't just jinx everything by saying real live event with real live people. That's I know, a little frightening. I know. Well, I, I, you know, in this, the second week of August, when you'll be listening to the show, as far and when we're recording it, is this, what we're talking about is a real life event with real life people. We are talking about the National Association of Broadcasters, the NAB show. That is scheduled to take place this year on October the 9th in... Las Vegas at the convention center there. Now, there's a cut. There's, I mean, I don't really need an excuse to have Chuck on the show. I always enjoy having him on the show, but that he's a particularly good guest for this topic because, as I understand it, Chuck, you are an NAB regular, a veteran, some might say. Oh, a, a short-term veteran, probably the last five, six years. Um, I started going to NAB. I'm I'm probably not necessarily the best person to speak to it because I'm not necessarily a broadcast or video professional, as in earning my daily living from it. But I feel like that when I the first time I went to NAB, I got so much out of it that now I want to go back every time. Um, because oh, how of interesting. E- I mean, even at my level, I feel like I learned so much. There's there is enough product there, and ex- there are enough exhibitors there to to make it worthwhile for me. So tell us a little bit more about that. What uh, What is the show all about? Who is normally there? What do attendees get from it? Just a bit of context, I think, would be useful. Okay. Um, man, there's so many aspects to it, just like right. any of these super major trade shows. First of all, obviously, the National Association of Broadcasters. So there's the broadcaster presence, which means just exactly what you would think. The major networks from everywhere, um, all the major movie houses, all the major news networks and everything. It's a bit of a community event kind of thing. Um, there are awards given, you know, lifetime achievement awards and all that kind of that 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 track, if you will. Um, then there, of course, is the exhibit floor um, where you can see anything from um, the smallest uh, new camera set up to uh, literally news helicopters uh, that they're selling, you know, that they're hawking, trying to show off. So it's there. Did you come home with a helicopter? I, I did not. I did. The I Mac Voices Chopper. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Uh, if you can find the budget for me, that would be great. Right. Well, I'm in. Um, but yeah, there you know, and everything in between uh, from all aspects of video production, from you know editing to to shooting to the uh, the back end. I mean, you just you name it, and it's all there. Then there is the, the thing that I found the most beneficial, especially the first few years I went, were the training programs, um, specifically post production world, where you basically go in and you sit down, and for two, three, four, five, six days, however many you want to attend. However long you can uh, last in Vegas. Well, yeah, and but you know, it's I mean, it's like going to class anywhere else, you know. And the, but the cool thing is that the people that are in those courses, they want to be there. They want to learn from the people that are teaching, and so you know, you have all these things rolled into this huge event. And then, of course, there are the 
the other things that go on, the, the, the dinner parties and the social events and the connectivity events, and the networking events where a lot of deals are made, because this is not just, this is not a show for the public. This is a show for the industry. And so the industry people are all showing up and, you know, they have this, somebody has this programming to sell and somebody wants to yeah. buy that programming. And so it's, uh, it's, it's quite an event to, to go and behold. And lastly, um, not as much as CES, but there is some of the the hardware, right. uh, the consumption hardware display. Well, that is a really useful overview. And I can imagine even in the five, six years you've been attending, the type of attendees have changed somewhat as streaming, digital media has really come to dominate the, so much of the broadcast industry. I'm looking at the NAB show website now as we talk, and it's got everything from ABC and CBS, the kind of broadcast networks you would expect to be there, to Formula One, to the Dallas Cowboys, to Jaguar Land Rover listed as attendees, which brings us in, Oh, and the fitness brand Lululemon as well. Sure. Um, okay. Now, that brings me on nicely because one of the attendees, when we first looked at this show for this year, was a certain Apple. They were on the website, right at the front, next. In fact, I think probably alphabetically, they were in between ABC and CBS, which we were all really interested in this because it would have been the first time in a decade that Apple would have been an official presence at the show. They hadn't been there since 2011, where I believe at one of the kind of offshoot connected events, they announced Final Cut Pro 10. That was the last time they were, it was sort of an official Apple exhibitor event. But then within the kind of 24 hours since we all saw that, which was the end of of July, 26th, 27th of July, we're talking, Apple mysteriously disappeared from the exhibitor list and apparently confirmed that, they, that this was an error that they were on the list. Uh, I have to tell you, I've reached out to the NAB show to see if I can get some clarity. We'll write it up on the MacObserver.com if, if we learn any more about what's gone on. You know, it could just be one of those things. I'm, I'm kind of fascinated how this such a thing could have happened. But first of all, did when you first heard this idea that Apple was attending, did it strike you as significant? Well, anytime any Apple does anything, it's significant. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it it did for a lot of reasons. I mean, there there are rumors all over the place about when a version of Final Cut is coming to the iPad Pro, um, and and a lot of desire out there for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are also there's also the obvious what would seem to be the obvious thing that Apple has seemed to have gotten into the TV business or the the streaming business more accurately, and so they would have they would have or want a presence at this major trade show. Yeah. Plus making movies and being part of the movie making process that, you know, theater release movies, so on and so forth. Exactly. Exactly. But, and, and, you know, since the announcement changed and in preparation for the show, I've done quite a bit of thinking about it. And in a way it almost doesn't make sense that they would go. Okay. Because Apple, Apple can, Apple right now commands so much attention and Apple commands so much, so much of the headspace that do they really need to go? 
And just like all the major trade shows, I mean, Apple is not going to go and put up a twenty thousand dollar booth. I mean, they would they would kind of be laughed at, and it would be to their detriment. They would need to spend a considerable, yeah, okay. You think just the kind of entry level thing doesn't really work for a company like Apple? Is what you're saying? Not for their aspirations, no. No, I mean, you know, because I mean, Charlotte, I don't want to overstate the the cost of the booths, but Mm -hmm. I mean, we're talking about you know booths that are city blocks sized right and you know so you, you just don't put that up for twenty thousand dollars and also apple has had a way ever since they left mac world um you know mm-hmm. they have they have all their own channels and even with nab they've had ways of sort of, sort of stealing nab's thunder or at least gaining attention during nab without actually being there so right. in a way, it's like, you know, gee, it would would it have been almost a letdown unless they had something specific to announce? Uh and and with all the uncertainty surrounding things and all, I in in a way it just made sense that maybe this is not the year for them to make a return. It's there's so much to pick up on there. So I thought the reason they would have gone in an official exhibitor capacity would have been almost as an indication that they are now playing nice with the industry. There has, I think, and you can please tell me if you disagree, has been a bit of a sense throughout the existence and the lifespan of Apple TV Plus and Apple making media. And we, we discussed this when the news first broke um, on Kelly, Kelly Gamont's Daily Observation show, that Apple has kind of seen itself... It's been a bit half in the media industry, half out, kind of half in Hollywood, half out. And that's not really how you can do things. And so this was, I thought, an indication of really playing nice with the industry that they are now working very closely with. Um, That was one part of it. The other part was, as you say, would there be something specific, like a big show showing a Final Cut Pro for the iPad Pro or something like that? So there was there was that. Um, I didn't expect a big content release. One, it didn't really seem appropriate for NAB. Two, Apple always has controlled that stuff itself. I didn't think we were going to see the announcement of a brand new show. But um, there, there was a lot of reasons I could see it it being there. Anyway, that does not seem to be the case officially. No, and I I agree with you. But I also so so forgive me if I sound like I'm arguing the other side. Please. That's not it. I I agree with everything you said. And by the way, this is going to be the first time on Media Plus that these two words have been uttered before Charlotte utters them. And those two words are Ted Lasso. Hey. <laughs> so <laughs> um because you know, actually Apple, I yeah, want to stick up for myself here. My guests always bring it up before I do. Continue. I don't know, Charlotte. I don't know. Um no, but you know, I think, yeah, I think Apple was, you know, sort of the redheaded stepchild sitting outside and, and Hollywood was pushing back. And then Apple hit it out of the park with Ted Lasso to an unprecedented degree. And they've also had a number of other shows that have gained a lot of acclaim and a following. Um, are they are they the, the Marvel level? I don't know. I mean, Ted Lasso, maybe. But, you know, they, they may not have Almost. that huge. Yeah, I, I don't know either. Um, but. I feel like, again, they don't need to, that they've they've made, they've almost forced their way in without necessarily intending to force it. They've now become a force, uh, sorry, too many forces there. Huh. They've become a force in the streaming business. 
whether yes. people like it or not, they they cannot be ignored. And there are plenty right. of streaming uh, uh, oh, providers out there that are still struggling with that identity years after launching. But Apple jumped in and and then they they got it. So I, I don't listen. I don't think there's any question there that there will be Apple people, you know, right. not not badged and you know wearing an Apple T-shirt. There will be Apple people there doing business. Um, but I, you know, did they really need to be? And and you bring up Final Cut because, and I brought a Final Cut too. But I think you also have to look at this show as there are two diff- two different parts of the audience. There is the business part of the audience, and then there is the creator part of the audience. Does Apple really need to show it up at NAB and make a big splash with Final Cut, or could they do something all by themselves on their own and get just as much mileage out of it, maybe more with no distractions? Mm. So the important thing I want to go back to is this idea of Apple people being there. I find it impossible to imagine, even booth or no booth announcement or no announcement, there are not people uh, you know, on the Apple payroll working on content and broadcasting and all that side of the company that will not be at this show. I find it impossible to believe there's going to be zero Apple people there. I agree. I agree. I just, I, because in the past, some of us have known some Apple people and, you know, we look, and for those that you don't know, somebody says, Hey, that, that guy over there or that lady over there is from Apple. Well, okay, fine. You know, there's no, there's no official presence, but right there they are. And some, for various reasons, you, I might know who they are. You might know who they are, or you might not. There are people that have been um, hired by Apple. And we are all familiar with on the on the Mac journalism side that once you join Apple, you just sort of quietly disappear, <laughs> you know, into Cupertino. And there are those folks out there, and and never, they, but you still see their to faces. Be seen again. Yeah, but you still see their faces at, at at NAB or you know other places, and so you know that therefore Apple has a presence of some kind, official or unofficial. Mm. I, I think that will be the fascinating thing to watch for the people who cover both Apple and this show, do they recognize some people in the crowd? Do we see anything? Has, you know, it it will be a very interesting one to watch just because, as I say, I find it impossible to believe Apple people would not be at a show of this significance. But I also kind of, I'm still torn about why they're not just playing nice and doing it officially. And I, I also may be totally misrepresenting Apple's position. They might think they are playing nice by not swanning along and taking a lot of the oxygen out of the place. They, they may think that is their best way to behave. Yeah, that's I hadn't even considered that. Uh, but I don't think Apple was ever concerned with that. If they, could, right. <laughs> if, if they felt like they could take take the oxygen out, they'd take it out in a second, right. which is not not a bad thing. I, I mean, that's you know that's the. We're we're in this strange era, Charlotte, where we're having trouble divorcing Apple as a company from Apple as a social entity of some kind. And I mean, do you think for a second that HBO would hesitate to has to, to take all the oxygen out of NAB if they could? No, I think all those people want as much attention from as many of those shows. You know, Netflix is there, Spotify's there, YouTube's there. They're all going to want to get as much mile out of out of it as possible. Exactly, and Apple would too. But Apple probably doesn't need to. 
at this stage to, to command the attention. If you were producing a show right now and had had, had uh, wanted to sell it to someone, wouldn't you at least approach Apple if you thought it was anywhere near near within their wheelhouse? Of course you for, would. For sure. And I think, I mean, I've discussed it on previous shows about sports broadcasting that they're now going to have to be in that conversation. You know, the Apple is very much, let's put it this way, Apple isn't Quibi. TV Plus isn't Quibi. It's <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. It's here to stay. Oh, yes, yeah. getting serious yeah. money poured into it by with serious people working with and for it, and that is how it is. And just because there's maybe not a boo at this show this year, and maybe we won't see Jamie Ehrlich and Zach Van Amberg walking around the show floor, that doesn't mean serious Apple people won't be doing serious work there. And I don't think that you're going to see, unless you're referring to the star power, mm. I don't think you're going to see many reports of, hey, um, you know, uh, Joe Smith from Apple was spotted, you know, talking to HBO or Sam Jones was spotted talking to Spotify. Good, it, you know, good, good gossip column, though. Well, maybe so, but I don't think there's a spot the Apple person kind of thing that ever no, goes no, no. on. <laughs> I, I don't think there is, but I still think those conversations might be happening. Oh, and there's no doubt. No doubt in my mind. Um, They'd be foolish to if they're going to play in that space. Uh, I mean, they they have to be there as part of the business thing, maybe not part of the more public stuff, but definitely part of the business part of it. I was particularly looking forward to it because not only was Apple listed as an attendee, but Epic Games is an attendee. And I thought that attendee, and I thought that could have been quite fun. But, you know. (laughs) You're just a rabble rouser, Charlotte. That's correct, yes. Um, (laughs) But I, I think it leads us to another interesting point because you referred to a lot of times that apple doesn't need to be there and i think you're probably on you're right about that we saw it, it did its own you know upfronts when apple tv plus first launched if it wants you know it's got enough star power on its books that if it wants to hold a media focused event you can get oprah and jason sudeikis and whoever else you need to get an event that people will be interested in we haven't seen a TV Plus event since that, whatever it was, September, October 2019, when we first learned about TV Plus, whatever, we had that big, very glamorous event initially telling us all about the service and the shows on it. Um, surely we'd do another one of those, something. Mm, do you need to? Um, I mean, listen, we we are, you know, still in pandemic times. Um, if my memory serves, though, at, if it wasn't the last one, it was one of the last WWDCs, I think, when they were on stage that Oprah came out and was talking about some of her projects. So we have, Apple yeah, TV. Oprah has appeared and we, but the main thing was this big event where everyone from, Oprah to Jennifer Anderson and Reese Witherspoon and Steve Carell to Big Bird appeared on stage. And I wonder, as we're getting more and more Apple originals in, a lot of the stuff now is renewed, but we're hearing quite a consistent flow of, you know, new, brand new shows that are set to be released on Apple TV Plus that we hadn't heard of before. Uh, It's just a thought that strikes strikes me as we're having this conversation, that perhaps some kind of event, just to remind, not even to remind people that they exist, but to kind of 
get a bit more attention to regain some build some buzz you know it's been around for nearly two years now people start even having to start to pay for it um i'm surprised we haven't seen something you know even if it's just a thing to show off all the awards that are being winning and nominated for that last point i would agree with you um but on the other hand and again i i've you know me i love to take the other side uh do, do they do they need it if i if i open my mac or Apple News feed, uh, my my RSS feed, probably 10, 15, maybe 20% of that on a on a weekly basis is news about Apple TV plus shows of some cool. kind. They're winning an award or they've signed with this uh this producer or they've signed with that studio or they're bring they're developing this programming. Mm. There's this steady stream of information that is within the the Apple ecosphere. Maybe not quite the mainstream the way something might be on on our side of the pond, uh, a program like ET um, and the gossip columns and all right, that. Right, exactly. There's this steady stream of information coming out, and so at, at at what point do those events become non-events, or is Apple just content to, in a very matter-of-fact way, say this is what we're doing, and let the shows speak for themselves a little more? Clearly, let the show speak for themselves has been the approach so far since that first event. Um, and perhaps had there not been, you know, we've seen a few Apple TV Plus in-person premieres in the last few weeks. There's been a couple of things where people have got together again to celebrate new shows. It was an in-person one for Ted Lasso. I, I would be surprised if there was, I mean, depending on the situation, if there wasn't one for the next series of the morning show which is not so far away now. So they've been doing those kind of traditional premiere events as soon as they've been able to, really. But I wonder if just to capture the broader imagination, a big star-powered event wouldn't go amiss. Clearly, we're we're sort of talking blind here, Chuck, because as you know, Apple never likes to give us numbers about these things, do they? We don't actually know how many people subscribe to TV Plus or watch watch shows and so on and so forth, or how well it's doing compared to its rivals. We don't really get that kind of granular data. But uh, it would be interesting to see Apple, because at the moment we have hardware, mostly hardware events from Apple that we've, we've seen them do throughout the pandemic, you know, these pretty amazingly shot, uh, pre-recorded events and sometimes there's been a couple of times where we've seen some tv plus like premieres and previews dropped in kind of is an offshoot i wonder if they really could do with at some point in the coming months making it a focus of something again i, I mean they certainly could and you bring up the the uh, videos we've seen for you know some of the major events i mean that shows you a lot of the expertise that they can tap in-house mm-hmm. or out, mm-hmm. you know, that, that it, these are top quality things that are, that are funny, that are innovative, that are very communicative. Um, you know, they're just, they're, they're, they're works of art in a lot of cases, as far as I'm concerned, because they don't look like the typical company keynote or typical company product announcement. So that tells you something about, you know, the, what Apple's capabilities are. So maybe they picked that, up some of the skills and tools they made them at NAB. Well, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Um, but I guess my point is that, you know, is do you, 
do you need live events or are, I mean, I hate to say it because I don't like the idea, but are live events starting to take a, a secondary position to something that is a bit more polished, focused and, and uh, time focused in our attention deficit world? I mean, we've all said about WWDC that, yeah, we, we missed the event. But we don't miss the two and a half hour keynotes when you get just as much in an hour. In fact, you get more in an hour. So yeah, yeah. I mean that's a, that's a whole show unto itself. Um, but and perhaps perhaps one we should do on Mac Voices. But it's it's an interesting question: uh, the position of live shows versus pre-recorded shows. And I think, I mean, you could argue with something like TV and video content. You could easily do release a very slick pre-recorded you know sort of short film as opposed to host a big event just to have the people clapping in the audience um i think with something like nab and industry shows people still benefit from being in person Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And to go back to your point about Apple playing nice and Apple playing a more traditional role, there's something to be said for that. This is the way that Hollywood has always done Mm. what they do, you know, with the big glitzy premieres and, you know, the, the, the red carpets and all. And so does Apple need to do that? That's a question that I don't think any of us have an answer to. Uh, right now, they aren't doing it. Is it because of the pandemic situation? Um, are they, are they holding off on some of that? Uh, I, I I think we have a lot well, of questions here. They seem but- to be pretty, as I say, they were pretty keen to get stuff rolling as soon as they could in recent weeks. So I, I think probably they do quite like still, for all sorts of reasons, the in-person kind of showy event. And the, I, it wouldn't surprise me if maybe before the end of the year we see... Uh, an Apple TV Plus focused event. Now that I'm thinking about it, uh, you know, you couldn't have done that at NAB because that's perhaps not the platform. You could, yeah. you know, that's not the place you're going to show off the previews of your forthcoming content. It, that just doesn't work. But it, you could have had maybe, as we say, play nicely with the tradi- industry traditionally at a big industry show in October, you know, October, and then a month or so later have a big glitzy, your own TV plus event. I could have seen how that might work, but with, with no competition, with no competition. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. I mean, I hope so. I think there's, I, I I would argue the other direction, but I also think there's some definite value in it. Um, I just, I'm not in the in that industry to know how much value that is, or whether you can get eighty percent of that value by doing something different. So and, and save so, yes for less cost and less money. It, it's going to be an interesting one to watch. It'll be really interesting. I think generally Apple or no Apple official presence to see what comes out of NAB, given the the way media consumption has changed in recent years and media production has totally, you know, the iPhone is now a high-end media production device. So the way, never mind the kind of helicopters and things you, you were hinting at before, but uh, it's, it will be, be really, there'll be a lot to pick out of the show this year, I think. 
Oh, I hope so. I hope so. I would be surprised if there isn't. It, it, again, because of the pandemic, it'll be interesting to see. I've talked to some folks who are definitely going. I've talked to some who are taking a more of a wait and see approach. Um, some companies are scaling back their presences, but any way you take it, it's still an, a, a critical, a critical event for broadcast and production. And I'm I'm looking forward to seeing some friends and hopefully learning new tricks and tips. Well, we look forward to your coverage over at Mac Voices. We will be covering it over at themacobserver.com, of course. And if we learn any more about Apple's reasons for attending or not attending or what it's doing, we'll obviously bring you that news as well. Chuck, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, Of course, you're at Mac Voices. Where else can people keep up with you? Um, on the socials, I'm at Chuck Joyner and the MacVoices.com, you're right, is uh, where we, we publish all our content. And I do a live show on Tuesday nights at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, whatever time you're, it is, wherever you are, um, on Tuesday nights on YouTube. We'd love to have you join us there. But uh, always happy to hear from folks with agreeing opinions or disagreeing opinions. And I'm at Charlotte A. Henry on Twitter. And of course, catch me and my colleagues over at themacobserver.com. But until next time, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.